This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Sky Blues Extra. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sky Blues Extra podcast, which is kindly sponsored by Shortland Horn, Coventry's leading estate agents. My name's Tom Ward and I'm joined this evening by Andy. Evening, Tom. Evening, mate, and also joined by Dean. Hey, chaps. Evening, Dino. Uh, Sky Blues hosted first and second in the table this week, starting with Norwich on Wednesday, where they slipped to a 2-0 defeat. And then they hosted Brentford on Saturday, where they ran out 2-0 winners in a terrific performance. Cheers for joining me, chaps. Um, Andy, first of all, how would you sum up the week? Uh, well, how I'm feeling at the minute is I'm buzzing from from yesterday's win. Um, much needed. Um, Wednesday was a little bit more disappointing. But no, I'm just happy that we've got a few of our players back in the team and a few more coming back as well. And it looks like... Uh, and that helps us in getting results. So, no, um, at the end of the day, a decent uh, mm. week, to be honest, Tom, mate. Yeah, exactly. I think as well as the result, there's a, uh, there's other reasons, aren't there, to be positive. Like you say, with the, with mm. players coming back, I think we're we're shaping up a bit better for the for the running, aren't we? Yeah, it does. You know, having people like James on the bench and Sheaf and people like that make a big difference, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. How are you feeling, Dean? Yeah, um, pretty much echo what Andy said there it's the age old game of two halves isn't it you know Wednesday was was really poor um, probably gave Norwich a little bit too much respect in um, in that match to be honest and then Saturday well, what a ter- just a terrific performance I mean we'll go into it in a little bit yeah. more detail obviously but you can't underestimate how, how good of a performance that was and we just need to kick on from that and it shows we can do it when we put our mind and attitude is right um, we we can play with the best teams in this division, and we just need to show more of it. And we're we're going to need to now to towards the end of the year. 
Yeah, absolutely. Just just goes to show how how mad the championship really is. Is you know, you get outplayed in the week, and then you go out and put in a terrific performance on the weekend and get a great win. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, there's never a dull moment, is there, lads? No, mate, no, not never a dull moment. Yeah. Well, yeah, supporting the Sky Blues over years is never dull, is it? Let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. We, you know, that's why we love it. Um, well, we will look into the Norwich game in in more detail. I think people probably want to get over it a little bit now. But as always, we'll we'll go through it. Um, I think you know we we did get outplayed on the night, Andy. Um, how did the match that sort of look? Yeah, it echoes that, Tom. Um, I'll go through what happened. Um, we had only thirty five percent possession. Uh, we only had we attempted 325 attempted passes compared to their 605 mm. so that just shows how much of the ball they had um, they were really dominant but they're always going to be dominant I think they're the, they've got probably the highest possession in the league haven't they Norwich so they always keep yeah. the ball really really well so we were always going to struggle against that um, we had 10 shots compared to their 12 and we had 40% shot accuracy compared to their 42% so that was not too bad. Um, Defending-wise, um, we were a lot busier than them, which you could understand because we were under the cosh a lot, especially yeah. in the first half. Um, 13 interceptions compared to their seven and 16 clearances compared to their six. So that is what we expected, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. They're definitely a, a tricky team, aren't they? Um, we had much debate on the podcast around you know what the lineup could be. And obviously there was a few, question marks with obviously McCallum available against his um, his home club um, were there any sort of surprises for you with the lineup, Dean? Not particularly I don't think with you know what changes we had to make you know we, we, we talked at length both on the live and the podcast about what do we do with this left wing back position and Shifley really was the only one who could probably fill in there unless we played a four at the back and that's something that we haven't done a lot over the last two years it doesn't look like Robbins is, is comfortable with with just two centre half, so unfortunately that was the only sort of thing we could do. Um, I think for me though, Walker going up top um, on his own, I don't think he plays that role particularly no. well. Mm. Um, he's not, he's not a Matt Godden or a Max Biamu who can, you know, he's got that little bit of cuteness about them that they can hold the ball up and run off into channels. He's not that type of striker, if yep. I'm honest. Um, and I think the plan was to try and utilise his pace when we could. And, you know, as the game went on, um, you could see we, we wasn't going to do that um, at any point during the match. And I just think it was a little bit of a um, mistake to play in there on his own, really. But, you know, what can we do? Yeah, it was huge gaps between him and the midfield at times, weren't they, Dean? Yeah, and that that's the problem you're going to have because mo most teams that go up against Norwich are going to be defending for their lives and... It's, it's about that outball and he's not really that outball striker. He's not going to run into a channel for you like a Matt Godden would and, and that allows people to move then into, into the gaps and into, into that space. Um, so I think it was a mistake to play him, if I'm honest. I would have, I would have probably gone with, with Max um, for this match, but hey-ho. Yeah, and as soon as it kicked off, really, you could sort of almost tell that Norwich were a cut above, couldn't you, Andy? They, they were quicker... They were, you know, just just a much better team. You, you kind of got that sense right from kickoff. Yeah, I thought we pressed quite well first 10, 15 minutes. I mm. thought we got in their faces quite well. But no, they handled it really well. Um, they're great on the ball, aren't they, Tom? You know, yeah. people like Ben Day, uh, Bundia, Cantwell, 
they can all handle the ball really oh, well. Max Aaron's they? as well. It's Max Aaron's is quality down the right, yeah. yeah. So, no, you could tell that, yeah, we were up against it as soon as you could see their tempo was so high. Their touches were tight to them, not getting away from them like some of ours were. <laughs> so, um, no, they, they they did look pretty pretty decent. But I was quite impressed with the first 10 minutes of our pressing. I thought we pressed them pretty decently. Yeah. Uh, but you always had that inkling that they could break away and cut us open any time they wanted to, really, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. And they, they nearly actually took the lead, didn't they, early on? I think it was Campwell, mm. um, which was a real let-off for us, Dean, wasn't it? Because he, he should have done better, really. All the, well, the ball across should have been better, I suppose. Yeah, I think the most concerning part for me is that sort of two passes and a little bit of pace has taken five cod players completely yeah. out of the game. Quite a high um, line, really, wasn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I suppose we got lucky with them trying to overplay a little bit. I think Cantwell was probably offside mm. once Pookie had played that ball, but Pookie didn't need to play that ball across. He could have easily yeah, took the opportunity on, on himself and just tried, obviously trying to walk it in and get that, that beautiful goal. But um, that, was a, that was a real concern earlier on. And, and just going back to sort of Andy's point there, I mean, you talk about Brendia. I don't think he was in the match at any point, really. No, other than notice him, really. But, you know, he he, he got star man. And um, mm. he he's obviously a threat, isn't he? Um, mm. But it just shows the type of, of team that we go up against. You know, that front four of, of Brendia, Vrancic, Cantwell and Pukki, it's, it's nearly 60, 70 millions worth of, of talent there. Yeah. Mm. It's it's it's, it's total, terrible, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's chalk, chalk and chalk and cheese, really. Mm. Um, and that's that's the level we we go up against, and it's you know, Norwich aren't any mugs. Let's be honest. Um, mm. it's, the Premier League last year. Yeah, they're just of of a different breed, and you know that's what we're we're going to aspire to be, obviously, in the future. Yeah. But for the time being, it's always going to be difficult to to compete with these types of teams. Yeah, no, exactly. And, we, and it's, it's been like that in, in various weeks. Like when we played Watford, it was the same team full of talent. Obviously, Brentford we'll go on to talk about. But, you know, I suppose it puts in perspective a little bit about how well we are doing, really, that, you know, the fact we got, like, we won one, lost one and draw one against those three teams. Like that, that's a brilliant return, really, isn't it? Yeah, 100%, uh, Tom. You know, you're playing Watford, uh, who well, relegated from the Premier League not long ago back. Obviously, Norwich, um, they were relegated from the Premier League last season and, and Brentford just missed out on going up, didn't they? So, and yeah. we've come from winning the winning League One and remember, I still remember the days not too long ago when we were playing Oldham away and losing. So, <laughs> the way, the way... And know, Forest Green. And Forest Green. So, you know, not we put a penalty in, didn't they, to, you know, save our blushes there, but we still lost to Forest Green. So yeah, no disrespect still, to Forest Green, but... No, yeah. but I still we remember that. their half-time refreshment offerings? Can we disrespect <laughs> that? Yes, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I was they were uh, they were dark days, weren't they? Oh, they they were the days, boys. Oh, yeah, I, I, open just, terraces. Yeah, it just shows how far we've come though, isn't it, under Robbins? And, oh yeah. But you in know, a short after, space of time as well though. Yeah. And you get people on Twitter or on Facebook, you know, after the Norwich win saying, you know, oh Robbins needs to look at himself and looks what he's done. What do you mean look what he's done? If it wasn't for Robbins and his coaching stuff, we won't be in the championship, in my opinion. Yeah. So they really, you know, as simple as that, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I mean, yeah. A, a little bit of some from some people, not the majority. I think the majority of fans know how good Robbins has done, but I think some people just need to a reality check, don't they? Do yeah, yeah. Really yeah I think, is needed, definitely. 
I think, you know, it's okay to criticise if he got the tactics wrong and things mm. like that, and, you know, game by game, but to question his position at the club oh, because God. of a 2-0 defeat to oh, Norwich, just, just for me, is just not, like, not even acceptable comment to make, to be honest. No, it's, um, you, know, you get people being negative before the Brentford game, and it's like, you know, come on, the team need everyone behind us, you know, get yeah. behind us, you know, the ne- where does ne- negativity get you? Yeah, I'd, I'd, Not very I'd, far. Yeah, I agree. I do. I do think the fact we're not there is is having a bit of an impact on people because I think, you know, if you go in for the whole day out with your mates and you're having a few yeah. beers and you're on the train or whatever it is, you obviously get some enjoyment out of that, whatever the result is. Yeah. And you know, some people even say the football doesn't actually matter as much. It's just you know doing that with your mates. So mm-hmm. I suppose when you know you're coming off I follow and you're getting into bed and you're on Twitter, people are just getting angry with each other, aren't they? And of course, yeah. it just yeah. it just adds to it a bit, but. But yeah, at the same time, we've got to we've got to respect Robinson, you know what he's done for us. Um, but yeah, going going back to the game, um, they sort of inevitably took the lead, really, Dean. Um, I thought we got completely outpaced here, really, didn't we? Yeah, and we'd had warning signs before, but you know that's that's come from our attack as well. We've played a little bit of nice football, and we've tried to do one too many cute things again in the middle of the park, and within two passes, uh, Pookie's in. It's as simple mm-hmm. as that. Um, a question mark, question mark over Dom Hyam's position here. Um, he needs to square up that attacker, um, regardless of of where of where he is. Just square him up and you know let him make something happen rather than him just being able to run onto the ball freely and and put the ball in, in the back of the net. And, and you know what he's going to do, isn't he? We get Pookie gets opportunity. Oh yeah. Inevitably, he scores. Um, and he I mean, yeah, as soon as he got into that position, there was only yeah. one place that ball was going. Exactly. He doesn't need two opportunities. Um, brilliant finish. You know, brilliant bagsman. Team yeah. Ipuki, Um And it was a sign of things to come, I thought. Yeah, it was indeed. And, and on the stroke of half-time, really, you know, we literally had, what, 30 seconds left just to hold out. And you felt like if we could hold out to half-time, it could have been different. But a suicidal mistake, really, from, from Fads. That's the only way I can really describe it. And... It felt a bit like game over, Andy. Yeah, as, just as the board went up. Yeah, <laughs> it's that time, isn't it? You just, you uh, know, your manager yeah. says to you, just, just keep it tight. Just don't make any silly mistakes. Just yeah. do what you need to do, and uh, it's just one of those, isn't it? It was. It was. I don't think he was helped by Rose. I think mm. Rose should have cleared it. If I'm being honest, he just put Fads in. I'm not making excuses for Fads because it was a terrible error, and both of them are at fault, in my opinion. I think Rose should have played it forward he put fads in trouble and then obviously he didn't want it there did he and then no. he had it and then obviously uh pookie robbed him he was through and then he squared it for an easy chance for bendir but i don't think it was very good by both rose and mcfadzine and i think robin seemed to uh blame rose more than fadzine because he took rose off didn't he uh, i think it comes mm. down to sort of problems with the game plan there as well because mm. the game and tactics match, were poor yeah trying to match norwich man for man with the passing and trying to play out from the back etc no, 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 so we're not good enough to do that if I'm, if I'm perfectly honest at this stage of where of where we are as a team just get rid clear your line pick up the second ball if you can reset get the structure back uh, and we go again um, but it's just it's all too many times this year we've tried to play out when we don't need to just get the ball up the pitch and if it goes out for a throw in it goes out for a throw in it's as simple as that yeah, um, yeah. I think I'm going to criticise Robbins here um, on his tactics because um, I'm allowed to do that, aren't I, Tom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, it's about tactics. You're fine, mate. Yeah, that's I'm what fine. we're. That's so, what the pod's I'm, for, mate. 
I'm going to have a little rant about Robbins because I think Robbins um, sometimes is very stubborn in his ways yeah. and he sometimes thinks we can play from the back in the championship and clearly we can't because every time we try and play from the back, we get caught like we did against Norwich and we make silly mistakes. When we go a little bit more direct, not all the time, you don't have to go direct all the time, but a little bit more direct and mix it up a little bit, we look far better team. Yeah. I think the two things you both just mentioned there, obviously we'll get on Saturday, but it was that that's exactly what was happening, wasn't it? Like Absolutely. Dean's point about just getting it out. I mean, how many times did we clear it out for a corner for them? Mm-hmm. Um, just, just getting it out by, by whatever means. And then you can obviously have a chance at defending the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did go long at times. Like Wilson was, was heading it long and we were having a lot more luck, I thought. But yeah. we'll obviously get on to talk about that more shortly. Um, second half wasn't great, was it, Dean? Nothing to really write home about there. No, that game had gone, hadn't it? And Norwich took the foot off the gas. And you always felt like even if we got back into that game, Norwich could go to third, fourth, fifth gear yeah. at any point they wanted, really. Um, the only, obviously, plus point was that Hamer striker I thought was in. Oh, um, strike. Unbelievable strike. Um, I think the whole sort of whoever's on the cob bench thought it was in as well because they were cheering. Um, but that was that was the only sort of plus point um, for, for me in that second half. Other yeah. than, obviously, the return of Liam Kelly. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say, probably one of the one of the positives we can take from the game really was was Kelly getting 15 minutes, which um, obviously with the hindsight of Saturday now was was a really good sort of way to bed him in, wasn't it? Even though the game had gone, ring the klaxon back on the grass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, back on the gra- grass klaxon. Yeah, we should have, we should have a tally chart for how many times back on the grass has uh, has been said this year. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean. Let's not un- underestimate how big this is for for the for the team uh, for the squad to have uh, our captain back. I mean, he's only played in a third of matches this season, um, and to be where we are without his, you know, that influential um, captain and how he organises the team um, to be where we are is is a really good position. Um, yeah, I, I feel. Yeah, exactly. I've actually got a note here. I put the Liam Kelly effect. I was going to talk about it after the Brentford game. We might as well talk about it now. Um, my dad actually just had a quick look up earlier and, and sent me his sort of Kelly stats. So um, we've taken 16 points from nine games that he started, um, 22 points from 22 games where he hasn't. And the only game we've lost that he started was the Bristol City away game. And he actually came off after 23 minutes. So I think that tells you everything you need to know. Um, would you... Andy, would you say he's the most important player at the club? Yeah, without a doubt, Tom. Yeah, he is. Um, because he just puts a calmer influence on the whole team. His positional play is outstanding, gives you that defensive screen in front of the three centre-halves. He's just vital for us. He's our leader, he's our captain. And um, the way he's you know, anchoring us, uh, sailing us through this championship has been... Absolutely brilliant, Tom, and um, I hope it continues, and I think it will. It's hard yeah. to think of... Yeah, I just hope he stays clear of injuries, because obviously that's yeah. the only negative with Kells, isn't it, is his injury, injury record. But when he's on the pitch, he's, he's captain fantastic. It's hard, hard to think of a more consistent player in a Sky Blue shirt over the, over the period of, of being in League Two to, to where we are now, mm-hmm. if yeah. I'm perfectly honest. Obviously, you have the likes of... Players who had a good season, McNulty obviously in League Two and, and Dabo in, in when we got promoted. 
But throughout the, the, the course of that period, Liam Kelly has been mm. outstanding, influential. Yeah. Um, but the consistency is key. And, if, and there's no doubt in my mind, if we had him for another 10 games this year, we would nowhere be in the position where we are now. Um, yeah. You look at that run of fixtures in you know December, um, he was influential, wasn't he, in, in, in getting those points on the board and, and pulling us away from from the drop zone. So hopefully now he can have that same sort of um, touch on the team as, as, we, as think, we move forward. I also think, Dino and Tom, that I think with James there as well, will maybe help his fitness as well because we're not going to have to flog him every game. Yeah, Because James agree. is there. He's quality. He's a great replacement. You can play them together as well. But if Kells is playing on his by himself with, for example, Hamer and O'Hare, yeah. then maybe after 70 minutes we can replace with James or Sheaf. So I can, yeah, I completely agree with that's you. That's a great I think, option. Yeah, I think you're right. And actually, like you say, with Sheaf and James, because you've got James is that almost like obviously he's got the ability, but he's also got that leadership character as well. Yeah. Like you know, the sort of player where they calm yeah. other players down and. You know that influence, whereas she's probably not as much of that. But yeah. you've got sort of a couple of options there, like you say, to take a bit of pressure off off Kelly. Because I think when he was having to play ninety yeah. minutes week in week out, and like last season as well, I mean, he, he hardly missed a game really after his initial um, early season injury, did he? So yeah. you know, yeah. it, does, it does take its toll on players, doesn't it, Andy? Oh, hundred percent. And to know that we've got that quality on the bench in reserve, it's just it's great to know, isn't it? And and that will help his fitness levels as well, because like you said, we can play him after, what, 60, 70 minutes, bring him off, and then bring someone like James on or, or even Sheaf. It's, it's not bad at all, is it? Mm. So to have a bench like that getting stronger and stronger is, is only going to help us going forward, Tom. Yeah, 100%. Um, I know it's tough picking a man of the match when we've lost, but I will I'll grab one for, from you, Andy. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 it was really poor. It was really. It's really hard to choose one. I would say. Oh, Callow Hair did was quite industrious. Yeah. But also Wilson made a decent save with his legs. I don't know. I, I, I say Callow Hair just being because he was quite industrious. But it could have gone to Hamer for just having that shot. To be honest with you, Tom. Yeah. Dean, any thoughts? I thought Jordan Shipley had a decent game. I left wing back. Mm. Defensively, he did. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, um, you know, obviously unnatural position. I thought he did really well. Um, you know, go, going up against Brendia, um, and Brendia being so quiet during the night was was potentially down to Shipley. So, I think either him or or James again for me. Um, he's just obviously a very calming influence, isn't he, Matty James? But like like Andy said, there was no real standout from from that from that match. To be honest, it was pretty poor around. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. We're now going to move on and review the Brentford game from Saturday. Obviously a fantastic performance, as we said, by the Sky Blues coming out 2-0 winners. Uh, And we'll look back in depth at all of the action that happened on the day. Um, Andy, first of all, what were the match stats? Yeah, um, obviously with us playing two up front, um, they were always, we were always going to go a bit longer mix it up a little bit more, which I was happy to see. So they were always going to have more possession than us. They're a good possessions uh, side, obviously top goal scorers in the league as well, aren't they, Tom? So yeah. um, they had 30, we had 38% possession. Um, but what impressed me, this in the stats, is that we had 11 shots, but this time we had 50% accuracy. So yeah, that's a lot yeah. better and a lot higher than what it has been recent weeks. We, we had that cutting edge. Mm. Um, 
And then passing-wise, again, going back to the possession side, we had 277 attempted passes compared to their 430. So they had a lot more of the ball, which was to be expected at the start of the game. And we went a bit more direct with two up front, which was I was delighted to see, Tom. Defensively, um, similar, really, six interceptions compared to their nine. I think they were all Liam Kelly, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, uh, and 64 joules versus their 54. So similar defensively, really. Yeah. So strangely, really, probably the opposite to last week against Cardiff in terms of the stats. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a, a better result. It's just mad, isn't it, really? Well, yeah, I think um, stubborn Mark um, was not stubborn on Saturday, was he? So he, no. he, he abandoned his playing from the back Brazilian style to um, <laughs> going a bit direct like Wimbledon 87. So, uh, sorry, not 87, many, 88. Sorry. How many times have we been on the opposite end of that, though, stats-wise? I mean, you look at the Cardiff game a couple of weeks yeah. ago, yeah. 67%, yeah, yeah, yeah. 25 shots. Um, so it's about time, you know. Different the, ways to skin a cat, Dino. Yeah, absolutely. But it's yeah. about time we went in our, fa- our favour for, for a change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the lineups came out, and obviously, it's qu- quite a bit to, to discuss on the lineups. Um, first of all, two up top, which I think everyone was fairly pleased about across the board. Um, Liam Kelly was in the starting lineup, so even more uh, pleasing. Uh, and uh, obviously, yeah, so James was left out, which was an interesting one, possibly a, a bold move by Robbins, but clearly a, the right one. Um, and most interestingly, I think, was the fact that Ivan Tony wasn't in for them, Dean. Yeah, obviously that's a massive boost. I mean, you look at you look at that that team, and he leaves a, a huge gap at the top end of the pitch. Um, but to be honest, the way Don Goodman was going on in, in co-commentary, I, I thought he was playing. Um, <laughs> he wouldn't shuffle playing, would he? I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get that Sky's uh, fascination with with Ivan Tony. They, is, yeah, but. Also, they they get obsessed with certain clubs, don't they? It's like Leeds in the Premier League and Brentford in the Championship, and I don't know. It's just they just seem to get attached to certain clubs. And it's, it's probably because Sky Studio is about five minutes away from from Brentford. Good point. So, yeah, um, they've probably got a lot of Brentford fans that sort of work in and around. Yeah, that's Sky. a good point, Dino. So that's that's that potentially might might be their favourite club. Um, but lineup wise, um, yeah, you make that point about James. I think. Robbins, Robbins is thinking that Kelly's got to come back in um, regardless. And he, he's seen Kelly and Hamer play together this season already. So it's more of a safe bet to play them play them yeah. both together. Um, but like like Andy said earlier on, to have the quality of Matty James on the bench yeah. is, is just ridiculous, really. Because uh, mm. he'd walk into pretty much 90% of teams in this division. Um Good to see Fads back in the in the in the defence too. I think okay, he he does have his critics and he makes the odd mistake, but I think overall he's been our most solid defender this season. Um, and obviously two up top, yeah, was great to see. Um, great to see Max back in the fold. Brilliant performance by him. I'm sure we're going to yeah. detail on that. But um, yeah, just an overall a more of a positive um, mm. approach to a to a football match. Yeah, exactly. Um, lads, we're going to have to just talk about the kit because, well, for me, it was um, a very, very nice kit. Um, don't know if you boys have got yours yet, but yeah, Andy, what did you think of that? The best out of all four kit, three kits, mate. All four reckon, kits, sorry. Yeah, yeah without a doubt. I That's think, it. yeah, I tweeted on during the game and I said, it's an absolute travesty if we don't get to wear that kit again. 
Um, yeah. Like for me, it's got to be our away kit next season. But I suppose they won't do that because they want to make money out of it. But yeah, it's, it's a thing of beauty, isn't it? The, the navy, the, the dark navy with the the sky blue Hummel down the sides of the shorts and the shirt. Even like you know the the, the yellow you know championship side even seems to gel in with it as well. It's just. It's a beautiful, beautiful kit, and I think it's the best out of all four, in my yeah. opinion. It's just yeah. funny, isn't it? Like just, just when you think Hummel can't pull out another unbelievable kit out of the bag, they do it, don't they, Dean? Absolutely smashed it. I sort of smashed the last <laughs> two years, haven't they? To be honest, mm. but yeah, like uh, they're all four of them. I think this year are, are sublime. They've all got their own real uniqueness about them. Um, but this this kit is just just beautiful. I'm really I'm really upset now. I, I didn't become a member this year. Um, so I, I don't get one, uh, which is unfortunate. And I know there's a few people putting putting them for sale already on on eBay and the like. Uh, which it's cheaper I, I on eBay than they were for the championship. Mate, yeah, so. I don't like to see that. What, what I don't, nah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't. No, it's a real nice piece of history there. Um, in probably the only season that we're never going to be able to watch the Sky Blues. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure why you would would sell it. Um, and it, and it's beautiful as well. You know, I don't know why you'd sell it anyway. Yeah, who knows, mate? Maybe people have been sent to by accident or something. Um, they can send me one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, let's talk about the game. So, you know, we started really brightly and on the 19th minute, uh, won a penalty. Brilliant work by Max, wasn't it, to chase a lost cause, Andy? Yeah, this is Max all over, isn't it? This is yeah. Max Biarmo to a T, isn't it? He uh, chases lost causes for the club. He... he um, his knockdowns, his hold-up play is brilliant. And, you know, he's got ability as well, Max. A lot of people question his goal scoring, and sometimes that's rightly so. But what he brings to the team is is more than that. And yeah. um, his flash shot was brilliant. It was a really good save by Rayner, um, got down really smartly. But his reaction to that save was unreal. Yeah, because normally when you make a snapshot like that, you, you're, you're like saying, oh, he saved it, and then you're just walking off. Yeah. But he loves the club that much, he goes and chases the rebound yeah. and gets us a penalty. It's like just Roy the Rover stuff, really, from Max <laughs> for me. It was. It was just yeah, absolutely was fantastic. And it was brilliant from Max. And to win us the penalty was brilliant from him. And it was all his work and um, yeah, it just great. shows his, his endeavour for the club. It's fantastic. Yeah. Think, that's the thing with Max, isn't it? Like, you know, people criticise him not scoring as many goals, but that's, like you say, it's not really his sort of role, is it? I mean... Even in the League Two season, it wasn't really his role. He was, you know, he was, the, you know, creating stuff for McNulty, wasn't he? And he is the foil, Tom. Yeah, exactly. So that's the stuff we love to see him do. And if he can win a few more penalties and just do little things like that, it will make such a difference. Especially when you've got someone like Walker next to him, who absolutely can finish them off. But that is that is his role. Um, it was a lovely penalty from Walker, wasn't it, Dean? It was one of those where you sort of hit it under the keeper and it's very hard for them to save. I wouldn't say lovely. I think Ooh. he miskicked it. <laughs> I honestly think he miskicked it. Oh, Do you reckon? I, I, I mean, like, it was one of those awkward ones where like, it's it's not high enough for the keeper to save it or or enough in the corner. It was definitely awkward for the keeper because he sort of flapped his arm and tr- trying to scoop it. Um, I don't, Obviously... As a keeper, you probably don't expect that ball to, to travel in that sort of direction as, you, as you're jumping over it. But I, I don't think it was a good penalty at all, if I'm honest. And I, I'm saying I'm saying that on someone who never missed a penalty in his uh, in his illustrious junior football career. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, take it from me. I know what a good penalty is. All right, there we go. <laughs> the, pe- the penalty expert has spoken. 
Um, Matt Letizia is Sky Blue Extra Pod. It doesn't yeah. matter how it goes in, just matters if it goes in. Yeah. And, and, and that, do you know that's what? Pressure off as well. Nice to see us have a penalty for once as well, right? Yeah. Have yeah. we had, I mean, how many penalties have we had this season? I can't even think now. No, I Not many. I, can't, I actually can't think of it. Did Godden score one, didn't he? Early in the season? I think Godden had one. I don't know. I can't remember. One or two at the most. I can, tell you, I can tell you all 12 have had against us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're European fans. champions for penalties <laughs> given away, aren't we? Yeah. I think we're in the Champions League for that and and how many times we've won the uh, hit the woodwork as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All, all the ones you don't, you don't want to be in the top top of the league for. Um but yeah, I thought I thought we dealt with Brentford really really well. Um we looked so calm and comfortable. You know, I think probably this was the the Liam Kelly effect taking taking shape Andy. Yeah, it was. Obviously we've talked about Liam Kelly earlier, but yeah, it was um the way Kells was just marshalling the troops. It helps with fads behind him as well, because he marshals them well as well, doesn't he? Um, but yeah, Kells was obviously giving us that calm and influence he does. He made a couple of fantastic blocks as well, um, which was really decent, decent play by him in the in the, in the first half and, and was vital for just uh, for us to just settle down into the game. Mm, yeah, it was bodies on the line at times, wasn't it, Dean? Oh, yeah, it's like uh, that little sequence where he got three... Three blocks in in about ten yeah. seconds, like DJ Khaled. Another one, another one. <laughs> Every time, just just got his, got his uh, got his body on the way. But yeah, that's what you need to see, don't we? That's what we've been missing: a bit of commitment, a bit of desire, mm. application, all the things that you know the good teams in this division have got. Um, you know, we can mix it up with them. We just need to show a lot more. Um, and thank God we showed it yesterday because you know. Confidence-wise, would have been down, wouldn't it? Let's be honest. After a few poor performances, um, and then we've we've turned it around, hopefully, um, and we just need to keep going. We need to show that same sort of commitment now for the rest of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about the second goal. Terrific work by Max again to, to chase it down. Did you and... see it? Say again. Did you see it? None of us saw it. Yes, I was watching on Sky. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, they yeah, but Sky missed it, didn't they? Did they miss it on iFollow as well? Yeah, they missed it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good when that happens, is it? Poor directing. Yeah, very poor. Um, but yeah, absolutely brilliant finish by Walker, wasn't it? It's kind of exactly what we've been missing, Andy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people were talking about the O'Hare assist, and I, I, I thought again this was down to Max being yeah, so was, wasn't it? bright again and lively. You know, he, you know, Rainer was trying to be clever and play it out from the back, and Max was having none of it. He was so on his toes, and he nipped in. Great interception by him. Gave it to Cal. Brilliant side foot. And then oh, this is just Tyler Walker at a T, isn't it? You know, in the box, quick turn, turn. Snap, snap finish. And that's our cutting edge, Tom, that we've been missing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it was something we'd worked on in training and obviously studied Brentford? Because you, you saw the sort of two up, like yeah. really high up, didn't you, yeah. um, on defence? Yeah. Do you think that was something we were doing sort of deliberately in terms of them playing out of the back? 100%. Yeah. The smart, way was, wasn't it, really? Yeah, very smart. Well, obviously, we've looked at them on video and I think AD would have would have said, or, or Mark, probably more AD, that, that, that this is the way they do it from the back. And told probably Max to get on his toes when Rainer had the ball and it, it worked as for a tee. So no, no, fair play for AD and Mark for doing that. It was, it was good research work, definitely. Yeah. And then Brentford made some changes. They brought players like De Silver on to sort of go for it a little bit. But 
don't know about you lads, I didn't really feel that threatened. I wasn't like watching the clock counting down too much. It felt relatively comfortable, Dean. Yeah, it was very calm. Um, and that all comes from our, our press, I thought. Um, mm. And Jay De Silva is a fantastic player. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, he couldn't get into that game because of how high we pressed and how, yeah. how much we worked. Um, and that was down, obviously down to, to a, a game plan that we, we were, it was, it was just brilliantly executed all, all day. Um, yeah. from minute one, um, we had a little slight hiccup, obviously with, um, high amount to clear early doors, but other than that, it was, it was just superb. Um, and to, to a man, it was, we just didn't let them play. We didn't let them get settled. We hurried, we pressed, we were in their face and, and we got our just rewards because how many times has that happened to us this year? Mm. You know, Brentford, a little bit like us, like to play out from the back, but you know, we've, we've done the exact um, same as what teams have done to us this, this season. Yeah, exactly. And even when they did threaten, we dealt with it really well. Fort Wilson chipped in with some decent saves. And Andy, how do you think his position is looking now in the team? Strong. I think his distribution mm. is fantastic, especially his kicking. His kicking yeah, I like the way he kicks his, kicking's, his kicking's huge. It's really direct and really, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Like when it when, like, especially on that shit pitch of St Andrews it's like it's not easy when the ball's coming back to you and the way he connects with the ball is fantastic yeah he gets it, his body into the right position doesn't he and right through the ball distribution's 10 out of 10 it's brilliant and yeah. um yeah he made a couple of decent saves against Norwich and I think he made you know a decent save uh yesterday as well he's uh Marco's got a problem I don't think he's going to get back in mm. for a while yeah yeah it was nice hearing um Wilson's words actually after the Norwich game obviously he's, yeah. he was disappointed about the result but mm. it was quite sort of almost heartwarming to hear him chatting just saying you know I was absolutely buzzing when I saw the team sheet it must be mm. nice for someone like him who's been a number two a lot of his career to, to mm. get sort of called straight back into the team because he's you know Robin's trust him that must be a nice feeling Com- that he's earned that trust from, yeah. from Robin's and the team big confidence boost for him isn't it and yeah. um He's a, he's a lively lad, isn't he, as well? Yeah, I think, um, and so. I think he, he deserves to be playing as number one, I think, you know. Yeah. Um, I think he's got tons of experience under his belt. He's proved that he's good enough for championship. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that one. He hasn't um, made too many mistakes, has he? Let's be honest. In, no, since no. he's come into the team. Um, so, if you don't make mistakes, you, you're, you're more than deserving of, of that of that shirt. That's the thing with, with being a keeper, isn't it? If you make a mistake, you, there's no absolutely no hiding is there um, so as long as you don't do that and like your distribution's good and stuff there's yeah no. I've been surprised of how decent he's been mm. I didn't think he was that good if I'm being honest he needed a chance though didn't he Andy he did I don't, he's, but what I don't I think he's ever no, I, I don't think he's ever had a proper yeah, chance point. and it's hard as a number two because you, you know you get a, you get the odd cup game here or there or under 23's game it's not really a proper you need a proper run in the team don't you yeah, so I didn't jail. think he was going to be as, as decent as he has been, really. I've been mm-hmm. quite surprised by him, which is, is great because to have two, two decent keepers is always beneficial, isn't it, lads? Yeah, 100%. It's not always easy to have to have two decent ones. Um, we made a couple of changes. We got Pask and Backer on. It was really just a case of, of seeing it out, wasn't it, Dean? Yeah, fresh legs. Um, obviously, everyone had done a lot of work, um, more so than Callum O'Hare. And, I mean, ridiculous. Um, engine on the on the kid. Um, he's probably out doing a marathon or something today. 
you know, probably doesn't feel like he's done enough running or something like that. But yeah, it was it was nice. I mean, we brought we brought James in for for Kelly, brilliant replacement there. Um, and Sheaf came on as well, did a job. Um, Big Vic, I still can't say his, his name, unfortunately. Well, but, Sky uh, can't either, mate. So no, so, exactly. So, but I thought <laughs> I thought he did really really well as well when he come on. He was chasing and hurrying, and it was a carbon copy of. Um, of what we we done all game, so it was great to see that you know the guys on the bench were 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 in it in in it with the rest of the team as well. Yeah, um, and then man of the match, chaps, uh, Andy. I'm going to go for the big dog McFads. I thought he was after um, his criticism and being at fault for the Norwich goal. I thought that showed huge character. Yeah. of the way he came back and played on, on Saturday. A lot of people were criticising him before the game, saying, should he be dropped, should he not be? But he responded in kind and he was excellent. Um, just a few of his stats from the game, you know, he, he won 11 aerial duels, which was the first, of, which was the top of our, our team. Um, he got five clearances, which was the second of anybody. And his who score rating was 8.12 which was the best from any Sky Blue player. So fair play to Fads. He was outstanding and a good, good test of character, good leadership. And now it was really good to see him back to form. Yeah, great to see him bounce back so quickly from from Wednesday. Um, Dino? Yeah, I, I mean, I can't stray too too far away from what Andy said there. Fads was, was superb. But, I mean, you have you had, you know, man of the match performances all over the pitch, didn't you? Walker with his two goals, Biamu with his work rate um, was outstanding. O'Hare's work rate as well, um, Liam Kelly's leadership. So, you know, I'm going to go for the team on this one as my man of the match. I just thought it was an outstanding yeah. performance. Yeah, it's not very often the whole team get man of the match, is it, Dean? No, no, definitely not. Happy days. Um, I'll just read a few of our, our follower comments out. Thanks a lot, a lot as always, for your comments on our Twitter page. Um, Connor said, very difficult once again O'Hare his work rate class is top draw Kelly is the last piece of our team's puzzle if you ask me Biamu for his hold at play and Flickons can't go without a mention either but two goals from Walker has to be respected so Connor again is almost handing it out to the whole team um, Joey said O'Hare the bloke runs marathons on his rest day um, Steve Jones said probably Walker but it's a huge um, probably Walker but it's a huge piece of the puzzle to have Kelly back in the middle uh, Spud said Liam Kelly uh, Naomi Burke said O'Hare worked so hard and looked so good today steady Naomi um, <laughs> Russ, Russ Moore said um, oh sorry that was a reply there um, Christina said Cal O'Hare for me honourable mention for Captain Kelly uh, Max Biarmi and Walker uh, and Glenn Walker as well he said Walker for the goals honourable mentions to Kelly Biarmi and O'Hare so I think the running theme is that um, it was quite hard to pick a, a man in the match probably in a in a positive way lads um, just in terms of uh, that that result, obviously the, we saw the scores come in later on, but it obviously extended the gap to five points, which which is massive, really. Um, are you feeling a bit more comfortable now, Dean? I was comfortable anyway, Tom. If I'm honest, um, I don't think these sort of these this period of four or five games was going to define the rest of our season. To be honest, it was going to be down to those games against the the teams at the bottom of the of the division. Um, but to 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 come out of sort of a real tough week with with at least three points is is superb. I think we sat here last week and we didn't really envisage 
us picking up anything from the from the next two games. So to come out with three mm. is a is a superb result. Um and it keeps you know, it keeps other people involved now. I know there's teams above us with three, four more points, but you know, one more one more positive result potentially against Swansea in, in midweek, you know, drags another five teams into it effectively. Um, yeah. and the more teams involved, the better it is for us. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, isn't it? I think there's, you can talk about points gaps and things like that, but actually just having a number of teams in the mix is, is probably good for us and like below us as well, because, you know, it's not very often, it's probably not happened this season where every single team, you know, the bottom eight teams have all won on the same day. Um, so you're always going to have teams like, you know, moving around on in their positions and stuff. So There's teams like, on barren runs down there as well, yeah. Tom. I mean, you look at the likes of Luton, one win in five. Bristol lost five in Bristol a row. Bristol are plummeting, aren't they? Um, you know, Preston North End, one win in the last six. Blackburn, Blackburn have lost even. last four games. So, yeah. you know, other teams are being dragged dragged down into this. I mean, we're only five points behind Blackburn. You know, a win in midweek and we potentially beat them next week and, and we're above them. It's absolute chaos in this division. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's so it is. Six points, six points are the next two, Dino. Is that what we're going for? Well, potentially. You need to lay off those meds, Dino. I know, <laughs> Dino. I, yeah, I am. I am off my face at the moment, but yeah, it's um, <laughs> you know, it's it's it's, it's, it's it was for me. I, I was positive anyway, but I'm even more positive after yesterday's rule. And I know we shouldn't, you know, be big-headed about it, but we can compete in this division. Yeah, no, I think no, I completely agree with you. I think it just it it completely changes the perspective because it's like, you know, and we'll talk, we'll talk in a minute a bit more about Swansea and Blackburn, but you know, they've, they've had some poor results recently, especially Swansea losing 4-1 at home to Huddersfield. Was it at home? I can't remember, away. but, um, away, but that, you know, that's a, that's a really poor result that is, isn't it? And, you know, the, these are games we, I feel now we can get results from, and if we do, we're going to be in really good shape. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, definitely reasons to be positive, Andy. 100%. And now we've got, um, hopefully, a style and a tactic that we can we can build on now. Um, hopefully we can keep playing those two up top, keep going a little bit more direct and cutting out these silly errors because we're not playing so much at the back, so much. Um, yeah, and having players coming back. Yeah, definitely um, loads of reasons to be positive. And, and like I said, I don't think we might not get six out of six, but why can't we aim for four out of six? you know, get a draw in midweek and maybe beat Blackburn. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about the, the Swansea game in a, a bit more detail. Um, you know, as we said, they had, a, they had a poor result. We can probably go there and, and play quite sort of freely, Andy. Yeah, we can do. Um, obviously, you know, they'll be looking to, to bounce back after getting hammered by Huddersfield. I didn't see that coming, by the way. No, strange um, result, that. But, but we do have to be wary. Um, not long back, they did beat obviously Norwich at home 2-0 so they're, they're not a bad team um, I don't know what happened to them Saturday getting walloped by Huddersfield because Huddersfield won an awful run before that game so I don't quite know what happened but and also playing in, in Wales you know on a Wednesday evening is going to take its toll as well isn't it so again I'll no take, disrespect to Wales no absolutely not. Wednesday Lo- lovely place <laughs> lovely place but yeah it's just a long travel from where we are isn't it so it's just uh, especially on a cold Wednesday February night uh, <laughs> but no um, I'll take a point now Tom mm, yeah absolutely and um, yeah they, you know they have been strong this season Swansea they're, they're in a good league position but strange result yesterday um, what do we know about the Swans, Dean? 
Oh, they're a good side. There's no, there's no way uh, two two ways about it. I mean, they're sort of third in the form table after that loss yesterday. But you know, their ambition now is is to get promoted, and they're looking good. Um, you know, we played them early in the season. I thought we played really well that game, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, and you know, we 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 shouldn't go there um, scared of scared of the opposition. I don't think. Uh, you know, th- that result yesterday shows that anybody can beat anybody in this division. Um, so you know we should go there with with a load of confidence. Um, team wise, I mean, this shows the difference in 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 teams again. I mean, they brought in Conor Hurahan yeah, in January. What an incredible signing for them, um, and he's been their standout player the last last three games. But they've got a really really solid base. Um, Matt Grimes in the middle of the park for me is probably one of the the best players in this division. I think he's been one of the best players this season as well. So uh, we've, we've, we've got to be wary. They've got a lot of threats. Um, IU obviously up top as well and, and Jamal Lowe. Um, really, really dangerous players, but there's no reason why we can't mix it with them. Yeah. yeah. How would you expect us to line up, Andy? Would you, would you want to go with something similar to to Saturday or would you make any sort of changes? No, because I think this one's going to be the tougher out of the two. Um in my yeah. opinion, and I thought I would go unchanged. Um, I'd go for the same team as what we played against uh, Brentford. Yeah, it's interesting, uh, wasn't it? Because yeah. there was a bit of talk on Twitter around sort of, you know, obviously it being an away game and setting up differently, but then someone made a really good point that there's no there's no crowds in there, so no. why not just approach it like any well, why game? Would you, like- why would you change the team after that performance? Mm. I, no, I, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. I, I wouldn't change it. What do you reckon, Dean? I, I would make one change. I'd just bring Gus Hamer out of the, uh, out of the team for a little bit. Um, I don't think his performances have been that good over the past five or six. Um, and I'd, I'd just like to short the middle of the park a little bit more. So I'd play James with Kelly in there with it being a away game as well. It would just it would just solidify that that middle of the park a little bit more, but it, it's very difficult to change a winning side. You know, there's a little bit of momentum now from that mm. from that team, so I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't change it. Um, yeah. If I'm honest, but I I would make that one change, or mm. or, or potentially bring Callum out uh, Callum O'Hare out, out as well to yeah. give him a little rest. That's one I thought about with um, possibly O'Hare might need a rest at some point, but yeah, it's interesting. Like James and Kelly, isn't it? To see how that would go. Um, just hope we wouldn't go sort of too defensive um, with that because they both do like sort of sitting in a bit, don't they? They do, but we've seen Matty James, you know, move ahead of the play over the last couple of games as well. And he's got himself in some really, really good positions. So, you know, he does have that in the locker. Yeah. Uh, but like you say, you know, it might be slightly too defensive, but like like Andy said as well, this game is probably going to be the tough of the two. Um, the Swans are going to obviously want to respond after that humiliating defeat uh, on on Saturday. So, you know, is this the game where we sort of sit in and, and try to get them on the counter a bit? Because we've got this out ball now with Max. If he performs to that standard as he did on Saturday, he's a brilliant outlet for that ball. Um, and obviously Tyler Walker, after after two goals, will have a, a boatload of confidence. So we should yeah. look, look towards both of those. So I wouldn't mind setting up a little bit defensively in this match. Um, but, you know, who knows what Robbins does? He he's a, yeah. a strange one at times. Yeah, I wouldn't want to wouldn't want to second guess Robbins. That's for sure. Um, Andy, score prediction. 
Uh, like I alluded to earlier, Tom, I, I'll take a point now. Um, I think this will end up 1-1, and I'll be quite happy with that, Tom, more than yeah. delighted. That'd be, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Dean, any yeah. thoughts? Yeah, I, I mean, a draw would, would be a great result for the Sky Blues. I really didn't think we'd get any more than three points from, from that sort of period of five or six games versus these top teams. Um, so to already have three is is superb. So anything I think we get on, on Wednesday and, and Saturday is a bonus. Yeah, exactly. Looking at yeah, probably looking at these games as a little bit. Of, well, definitely Swansea is a bit of a free hit. I think Blackburn. We can perhaps get something from there, Dean. Yeah, Blackburn is probably the easier of the two games. Uh, they're in you know, barren run of form, four losses as well. So you know, potentially we can pick up some some points there. Um, you know, that game early in the season where we lost. Um, lost to Blackburn. I don't think, obviously the red card had a massive influence yeah. on that game. I don't think we would have, uh, we would have succumbed to, to that kind of defeat and performance if we hadn't had that red card. So um, it'd be interesting that game actually. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one, isn't it? Um, sort of Mo- Mowbray sort of halfway through the season syndrome, isn't it a bit, um, Andy? It's a, uh, yeah, he seems to struggle to sort of carry things through. Yeah, if we if he was a manager until Christmas, he'd be the best manager in the world. <laughs> yeah. But football, you know, finishes in May, doesn't it, Tone? So, um, no, he, his sides always drop off. And um, I don't get it. But anyway, we know we know that from first hand, don't we, guys? Um but no, he, they're they're on a really bad run. They've lost the last four. They've lost they lost to Forest on uh, yesterday one 0 You know they lost to Barnsley. They lost to Preston, and also they lost to QPR as well. So these aren't particularly top end teams they're losing to, is it? So no no worries. We should be going to Ewood Park as long as you know we don't get turned over badly against uh, Swansea. Um, if we get a positive result against Swansea, we can go to Ewood Park full of confidence and looking for the win. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, and it's interesting, really, when you look at the fixtures in the weeks. Obviously, we've got a tough game, but they've got they've got Watford at home, and that's mm-hmm. not easy. And Watford have well. really got themselves back into form after obviously struggling a bit against us. Um, so, if they lose that one, you know the the pressure is going to be mounting up, isn't it? Because uh, you know, if you're a losses in a row, Tom. Yeah, I mean, and you're looking at you know Coventry at home. That's one you have down as you, you've got to win and. Mm-hmm we turn up full of confidence, it's not going to be easy, is it, for them? Especially with our cutting edge now, Tom. No, looking forward to it, mate. Um, I think they've been found out a little bit, uh, Blackburn, to be honest, because if you stop stop Adam Armstrong, you yeah. stop Blackburn. It's as simple yeah. as that. Um, was it four goals have scored in the last six matches, something along those lines, for a team that was flying high and free scoring at the sort of the start to midpoints of the season. Um, Dino, they've scored, they've scored two in the last four. Two, like, so, so there you go. So that shows, you know, against, like you say, the teams that, you know, have been struggling this year. Um, yeah. It's it's And they're, they're after, obviously, they play us, they've got, they've got a really, really tough run of fixtures. So they could find themselves on the on the wrong end of, of a relegation battle, if, if I'm honest. And that's not mm. something we, 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 we would have said you know, come the end of end of last year. Yeah, what can we expect from them as a team, Dean? Well, they have they have got match winners. Um, let's let's be honest. You know, Adam Armstrong is you know still one of the best strikers in this division. Nineteen goals, I think he scored this year. 
brilliant yeah. return, um, obviously. Um, and, you know, they've, they've got a real ace in the pack in, in Harvey Elliott, um, who I think is, is, has played really, really well since joining on, on loan. Um, but you keep those two quiet to be and, and that's it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult. They're a well-established, well-organised team. Um, and, you know, it's, it's the championship. So you never know what's going to happen. Mm. You know, teams go on these barren runs and all of a sudden, take Huddersfield, for example, yesterday. They've been on a barren run, relegation form, basically. And they go to, they, they beat Swansea, one of the teams pushing for promotion. It's, yeah, it's absolutely bonkers. Yeah, it's a, it's a, cra- it's a crazy old league. Um, would you stick with the top top for this one, Andy? Yeah, I would. Um, like I alluded to earlier, I would keep the same team against Swansea. And then I might, depending on what happens in that game, I might shake it up a little bit. Maybe like uh, Dino said, bring James back and maybe maybe give Cal O'Hare a rest, depending on, on what yeah. happens on, on, on Wednesday. But no, I, I, I'd keep... As long as we, you know, we don't have any more injuries, I would go this way to the end of the season. I know you can't sometimes play two up top all the time because it depends on the opposition you're playing against. I know that, and it's foolish to say that you're two up top every game. But nine times out of ten, I would like to see as long as everyone's fit and well, I'd like to play two up top if we can. Yeah, exactly. Especially now Walker's back in the in the side. Um, well, God, I don't think Godden's too far away as well, um, Tom. Yeah. What I've been hearing, so. Yeah. That will be a massive boost, wouldn't it? Yeah, it will be a, will be a big boost. I suppose it's um, going to be interesting to see what Robbins does when when Godden comes back. Is mm. you know, would you, would you play him with Walker, or uh, would you play why, him with Biamu? Or well, there's options, isn't there? Um, yeah. Bring him yeah. off the bench. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah, definitely. I'd like I mean, to see them, Tyler Walker and Godden together, to be fair. You know, it's you know. a bit like the thing we were saying about Kelly, you know, playing every game and, you know, mm. he's probably been overworked a bit. It's probably, you could say that for Godden a little bit as well, you know, a little bit over-reliant on Godden and perhaps him coming off the bench for 20 minutes or if we need to get a goal, we're behind or whatever. It just, it just feels you know? towards, yeah, it feels to me that we're, we're starting to get these important players back right at the right time. Yeah. It does, and, doesn't uh, it? It just really feels like we are. Uh, and, you know, coming, you know, these important months, March, April, and of course, May, it just seems like we're getting stronger and stronger. Yeah, I mean, our bench will look a lot better. I mean, you think of players well, like Dabo, if you mm-hmm. had him back and someone like De Costa on the bench would be a very exciting option, I think, well, to bring on. Dabo, Dabo's back on the grass, isn't he? Back yeah. on the clown. Back, back on, on the, the grass, grass anything, Get the klaxon out. That's two, <laughs> two on the tally chart. Is there anyone who's not on the grass? <laughs> <laughs> I, to honest, the way the way I'm talking, I feel like I'm on the grass this evening. <laughs> yeah, you need to lay off it, Dean. To be honest, mate. But like you said, the options point is 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 really important. The more options you've got, the more more chance you can set up games differently and and you know match our positions. Um, I think that's that's been a real Achilles' heel for us this year. We've we've had to do the same thing over and over again. Um, and we don't really, we didn't really have a plan B and that's because of, you know, the big injury list we had. Um, it's as simple as that really. And now we've got these players coming back. We can start to do things differently. Can we match the likes of Blackburn when they go f- free flowing, you know, that type of game, they're going to have a lot of possession. Can we sit in hold and catch them on the break? You know, that's something we haven't done a lot this year. Uh, but other options might give us the opportunity to do that. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, what do you think the score will be, Dean? 
Um, it's 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 going to be tough. I wouldn't be surprised if you know we come away with three points, but then again, I wouldn't be surprised if we get you know beaten heavily. It's just one of those weird fixtures, I feel. Um, but you know, again, if we can come away with a point, it'd be it'd be great. Yeah, Andy. As long as we get a positive result against Swansea, which gives us a little bit more extra belief, I think we can go and beat Blackburn. Yeah. I think it's just, for the way they're playing, they've got Watford next game, I think they're going to struggle to get a result there. And if they do, I think we'll be bouncing into Ewood Park. Mm. No pressure. Yeah, I think think we're playing them at the right time. Mm. You know, to catch people on a bad run. Like, you know, like Brentford caught them on a bad run. If we can catch... Uh, Blackburn on the bad run, possibly even Swansea starting a bad run. Yeah, you know, just just that bit of luck of playing teams at the right time. Yeah, it's like uh, on Saturday because Ivan Tony didn't start. That just helps, doesn't it? Like mm, these little yeah. things, and when people are on bad runs or their star player are missing, it just helps sometimes getting results, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You need need every every bit of help we can get, don't we? Um, that's all we've got time for this evening chaps thanks very much for your contributions as always and listeners do make sure you're following our partner Shortland Horn on Facebook Instagram and Twitter and make sure you join us live at full time on Saturday and on Wednesday for our Sky Blues Extra live and finally if you want to get involved with anything we've discussed in the show just use the hashtag Sky Blues Extra podcast thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.